Good evening and welcome to Point of View at the U.S.-Mexico border. I'm Chris Berg. As always, thank you so much for joining us. We've had an incredible day going along at several different spots along the U.S.-Mexico border, checking out the fence, the barrier, whatever it is that you want to call it. But I want to set the stage here for you for a moment and then walk you through what took place uh, today along the U.S.-Mexico border. So right now I'm actually standing in California, and I'm going to take a step back here for a moment for our cameraman, but you can see the big white thing there I hope you can see is actually an international border monument. That was set back there back in the 1800s to show the distinction, obviously, between the U.S. and Mexico. And just behind that, if you can see, you can see the American flag, good old glory, as well as the Mexican flag, because on the side of the fence that I'm standing on clearly is the U.S. side. You just go over this fence here, this barrier, this wall, and that, my friends, is Mexico, Algodonas, Mexico. And as we've been traveling through the day, throughout the day, we stopped first uh, in Yuma. There was a barrier, a wall there, an 18-foot barrier. Then we went to San Luis. There's a, ball, a wall or a fence similar to what you're seeing right here. This is about an 18-foot steel bollard fence you can see on the top of this fence, it's got that sort of barbed wire, if you will. I'm sure you're well aware that President Trump has had the military down along the border, um, putting that barbed wire fence up. One of the most stunning things is we've been talking about getting this wall built. We know that President Trump has tweeted, talked about how much wall is being built. It's actually quite a bit of wall. That's where we've been. There's been quite a bit of wall and or barrier along the spots that we've been. Not horrible, not outstanding border or barrier. One of the most stunning things is we went to Yuma and there's a company and hopefully we're going to get them on point of view, but a company that actually has a 370 plus million dollar contract to build 27 miles of wall. So a 370 plus million dollar contract to build 27 miles of wall that they got the contract bid, I believe in November. It is now March. We went out to the site very, very little done up to this point. We'll see if that changes here in the near future, but up to this point, not much done. What they're actually gonna be doing in that area in Yuma is tearing down the wall and then building up a brand new uh, 18 foot or 30 foot with a steel bollard fence. The reason they're doing that, just this past January at that Yuma spot, there was over 300 illegal immigrants that actually crawled below below the barrier, below that fence, because it's very fine sand. We ended up having a Department of Homeland Security helicopter on our tail for about 10 or 15 minutes today. Then finally a Border Patrol agent drove up. We had a chance to visit with him and we said, hey, sir, the reason we jumped out here is because we could see below your barrier, below your fence. Obviously these people are crawling underneath. He said, yes. He goes, they come up here. They grab a, a pick and a shovel, takes them about 30 seconds, maybe a couple minutes. Next thing you know, they're on U.S. soil. And many of them, he said, are coming from Central America. So as we know, because of our just ridiculous, wacky asylum laws, he says a lot of these people that actually get on U.S. soil are going to these border agents because they can then claim asylum and stay in America. So we've seen also, and it's coming up here right now, Dave, a lot of military vehicles that have been coming up and down these border fences as we've been here throughout the day. There's another Humvee that's coming right now as I speak here. And you can see he's traveling at a pretty good pace. He's got some equipment on that Humvee. And that's been pretty much the different spots that we've been stopping here throughout the day. Again, it was Yuma, San Luis, and now we're here in California. And just across this fence is Algodonas, Mexico. So we want to share with you our uh, excursions throughout the day. Here's more along the U.S.-Mexico border. 
All right, we're here at the U.S.-Mexico border in Yuma, very close to Yuma. You can see here, this is an actual Border Patrol, Department of Homeland Security uh, helicopter that's been really all over us for probably the last 10 to 15 minutes since we've been driving up and down along the border. I wanted to stop at this particular spot. You're going to see in a moment here about an 18-foot wall. They're going to tear this wall down and then put in 30-foot steel bollards like you saw the other day. Uh, at Fisher Industries. We showed you the steel bollards and kind of looks like a fence. They're going to tear this down and remove that. But I, I wanted to jump out at this particular spot. And Dave, you can show this here. If you look underneath here, that, of course, obviously, where you can see that light on the other side of this wall clearly is Mexico. And the reason this jumped out to me as we were driving along this road here is because there was a big story. I believe it was just in January, but in here in Yuma, they had over 300 illegal immigrants that actually dug underneath this wall to get to the U.S. side of the border. So they dug underneath this thing. And I'm going to show you here, Dave, if we can, with the sand. The sand is extremely fine. So for me, if I wanted to, to go start digging to try to get to that side of the, of the border, I don't know how difficult it would be. I mean, I'm not an expert, obviously, digger, but this is very, very fine sand, easy to move around. And I got to believe if I wanted to dig a hole to kind of, I mean, if you're somebody young and you want to try to squeeze your body underneath that, obviously very, very doable. So up to this point, we haven't seen any border agents out here driving up and down, but heck, when they've got a helicopter, clearly they're doing their job to uh, cover the space very, very well. All right, I got to show you this. So we are, again, we're on the U.S.-Mexico border. And what we've been told is that one of the ways that Border Patrol agents, they're kind of forced to because there's no real roads here. The way that they want to monitor to see if someone is coming across the border or not or jumped that fence that you see right there is it's almost like they use like infield type tracks. These are tires that they will drag across to smooth out the sand. And then once they smooth it out, if you've ever been around a baseball infield and how they do that, then obviously they're going to look and see. Here's another one here. Look and see, is there any new footprints? And if there's new footprints, then clearly we know that uh, someone came across the border. Here comes the Border Patrol agent. Helicopter surveying the border. Yes, exactly. Very glad they're here. Monitoring. I wonder if he's going to land by us, maybe. He's coming back around. Or maybe they're actually trying to find somebody that already jumped the fence. We don't know. But, anyways, I want to get back to these tires. So, this is how they can use these tires to monitor if someone's come across this. You can see here, like, this is now flat. So, if obviously, if I stick my foot in there, it's going to leave a footprint. They're going to go, oh, okay, someone obviously jumped the fence. We need to start looking around and see who did that. All right, we just entered what's like a double section of the U.S.-Mexico border wall. I'm going to show you a couple different unique things here. So, this is an older version of the wall. This was put up in 1998 by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. And what's pretty stunning is that the material here, you can hear that hopefully, the material here was used in the Vietnam War. They would land fighter jets on this stuff, build bridges out of it back in the Vietnam War. Hopefully, Dave, we can get a shot again, but you can see there's another opportunity here where there's more daylight. That, of course, on the other side of this wall is Mexico. We were stopped by a Border Patrol agent, uh, the Department of Homeland Security, helicopters i'm sure you've seen was monitoring us so then a truck pulled out from the border patrol 
And I asked him, I said, hey, this is very fine sand. How did, you know, what are these guys doing to get underneath? He said, they just bring out their picks, their shovels. He says it takes them maybe 30 seconds to a minute to get all that stuff dug out and just climb right underneath the wall in certain areas. I want to show you one thing as well. Uh, if we can over here, Dave, you can see, I don't remember the name of this, but this is sort of the barbed wire fence. You remember when President Trump brought the military down here and he put all that, bar, you know, double barbed wire fence stuff up. You can see along the top of this secondary fence, this is that barbed wire fence that a lot of our uh, National Guard and military was putting up. So we're in a position right now where there's actually the wall that's right along the border. So if they end up getting over that wall, then there's the second wall here that's got all this barbed wire fence. More than likely, clearly, they're obviously not getting through that. All right, we just stopped in San Luis. It's obviously a border town here. I want to show off that this is a little bit different fence. This is what Fisher Industries somewhat has been talking about with the 18-foot bollard fence. And you can see the big difference here is the fact that now you can see through it. If you remember when President Trump first started talking about building a wall, the border custom and border patrol people, the agents said, hey, look, you know, we love the cement. We love the fact that it's obviously going to be very durable, but we want to be able to see through here. And that's a big distinction from uh, what we saw more on the Yuma side of the border. Now you can kind of see what's possibly coming at you from Mexico. So the other side you're seeing right now, that is Mexico. One of the things that we want to show off to pay tribute to all of our great egg producers back in the heartland. If you take a step back here, you can see that there's a little water irrigation ditch here. There's a longer one that goes up there that you can't necessarily see the water, but you've got this irrigation ditch and then all this vast amount of uh, egg land that they're doing. Uh, we heard that they, they do a lot of uh, lettuce out of here in this area, but all this water here will then go and help with the egg. And a lot of the day laborers will come over from Mexico, help uh, pick the lettuce and the different crops that they want to develop here uh, right along the southern U.S.-Mexico border. Well, we're wrapping up our day here along the U.S.-Mexico border. We're now in California. Just the other side of that wall is Mexico in the town of Algodonas. I'm here with Scott Hennon from What's On Your Mind Radio, <laughs> AM 1100, The Flag. An incredible day, in my opinion. I'd like to know from you just kind of what was your highlights of the day? We've been to Yuma, now Algodonas in California. We were in San Luis. Well, I, what I find interesting is yesterday I was pretty ramped up to see uh, Fisher Industries do what they say they could do and uh, and show government officials that it could happen and that we actually could have border security that we need. And then today to come down and actually see, well, what do we have now? And, it, you know, in a couple of spots where, uh, you know, uh, large contracts uh, for miles and miles of fence, uh, there's nothing happening, right? They've, 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 they've received the contract, they're supposed to go and they're not going. And uh, then in the case of this, this is another Ballard uh, fence similar walk over and show them. similar what we saw uh, being constructed uh, by uh, Tommy Fisher and his crew but it's a it's a mess right I mean for one there's ways to get in underneath this in places where they don't have concrete if you look down uh, to the left uh, th there is you know big cement blocks uh, tethering the wall because the thing's going to tip over so this is one of the projects they're going to actually get rid of and, uh, and and as you can see it's you know it's a tough terrain here you've got yeah. uh, You've got obviously the you know the city here in El Cardonas, I think it's called El Cardonas yes. in in into Mexico right there. So you know you can you can see the challenge of what uh, Border Patrol 
and um, and the officials here have to have to deal with day in and day out. It's not easy, and they're and they're coming to get you right now. As a matter of fact, yeah. In fact, there's Border Patrol coming by us right now, probably going, "Hey, what are these guys doing here?" Uh, they've been fantastic all day. So it's been a, quite an experience. We should tell them about the chopper that chased us. Yeah, we yeah. had a, a chopper that was chasing us at one point because obviously they didn't know what was going on there. We had a truck and thought maybe we were just going to go and pick up some illegal you know, immigrants and bring them into the U.S. So that was an interesting experience. I had a chance to visit with some of the Border Patrol people there. And he said, because we were showing earlier where you could sort of crawl underneath the wall where they have that wall built up near Yuma. And he said, yeah, they'll just bring like little picks and shovels. And within 30 seconds to a minute, they've dug a little hole. They slip right under and, uh, and, and then they actually run to the Border Patrol agents because of the asylum rules. He said a lot of these people are Central American. So I thought that was kind of a shocking thing. The other thing that sort of stunned me is the wall in Yuma, I thought was okay. And I thought, uh, you know, one person we're with had a great idea is, hey, keep this wall, maybe back up another 20, 30 yards or whatnot, like we saw in the one area, and then put up the 30-foot tall bollards. Because if they get over one, and then they see that, they're like, okay, it's over. It's just a lot of mishmash, you know? I mean, uh, it doesn't seem to be any kind of cohesive uh, plan. And I just think uh, we've been talking about this for so long. I really think it's uh, up to your viewers, my listeners, to take this into their own hands and whoever represents them in Congress to say, we're not going to wait anymore. We're done. You know, we're done talking. It's uh, time to time to walk, right? And to actually get something done. And I think that's I think that's where we're at. And honestly, with this national emergency declaration now from the president setting aside the funding, uh, the dollars are there. Just go. And if it doesn't happen now, uh, Donald Trump's going to have a tough time getting reelected, right? Because uh, you know it's under his watch that they're not doing it as fast as they should. So, light it up, get it going, and uh, and let folks know you want it. That's my advice. Now. One of the things that did surprise me as well, I want to get your take on this, because you hear so much about it, and Donald Trump tweeted this out just recently. Hey, we are building this wall. Things are being built. And what was pretty interesting to me, when you hear and watch the media, I don't get the sense personally there is a lot of wall on the southern border. We were down here today. Pretty much everywhere we were, there was at least some form of barrier. Was that surprising to you? Was that like, oh, I knew that? Well, I guess we were looking for it, so we knew it was there because we wanted to see it. But, I mean, there's obviously a lot of unprotected areas, too. To me, that's another reason that, you know, where it's protected, we know there's less crossings, right? There's less to deal with. So if you if you, if you you build the wall through the entire 200-plus miles that they want to build it, uh, these border agents can use their skills to more pinpoint, you know, the, the, the points that they're at. It'll consolidate a lot of their work. So that's why it's important, too. So uh, it's just it just is uh, very frustrating to me that the bureaucracy is this slow, that the Corps of Engineers is this inept. Uh, they've been building about a quarter mile a day. Uh, we saw an operation put up 200 feet in, uh, you know, less than two hours. So we know they can build a, a mile a day and eventually two miles a day. It's just time to do it right. Amen to that. So Scott Hennon joining us here. I want to give one last shot, Dave. You can just show where that Border Patrol truck was of this road. Again, to remind you, Fisher Industries can put together an asphalt road. So these guys can be cruising along. They're not kicking up a bunch of dust. They're going 50, 60, 70, 80 miles an hour at a very nice clip. So if they do see somebody in the distance, they can cruise up and stop them. We're the guy that's the Border Patrol agent that stopped us early today. You know, he's flying through sand and dust and not as easy of a way for him to uh, to travel and find people that are near the borders. We're here with Tommy Fisher, the owner of Fisher Industries. It is an historic day today. We're going to demonstrate for the Department of Homeland Security how to build a big, 
beautiful wall. Tommy, thanks so much for having us here, buddy. So share with us a little about what is going to take place today. I think you said in the car right over, this is unprecedented, never been a demo like this before. And then if you don't mind, kind of walk us through what we're seeing behind you. Well, first of all, there's never been a project like this before. So we made a bold proposal that basically we can be within three months, a mile a day. And if they want to build enough of the border fence protection system, we can be at two miles a day. So the biggest thing that helps us do that is our patented hanging bollard system. So instead of setting one panel at a time, we can set seven panels at a time if they're 18 foot tall or five panels at a time because they're a little heavier if they're 30, 30 feet tall. If you don't mind, let's walk and talk. We'll have Dave get some shots of what, what we're seeing here with these bollards and the hanging thing and then the holes and the whole Yeah, so the, so the biggest thing that separates us apart is the current method they're doing, they use brace systems. So on a day like today where there's wind, you absolutely couldn't do it because you're picking with cranes and you'd be shut down. We can do it with our system because we hang on hangers. The other thing is that separates our system, if we go down into the trench, we put our angle iron down and embed it in the concrete, and then our mesh will actually hang from the angle iron. So the position of the mesh is always perfect with the concrete. So the concrete is solid all the way through. There's never a cold joint. There's only a vertical joint, but there's never a horizontal joint. So on a uh, vertical footing, that's very, very important. And we use a little different concrete than normal. So we're experts at concrete, no different than asphalt. So we'll be able to get the concrete to set up in three to four hours. And we'll be able to strip and move again and use the same machines and continue down the line. So as you look down, if we were on the border, they're out in front digging the trench and they got to get out in front, but we'll catch them very, very quickly. So they, they got their work cut out for them to keep up with us. And so today you're going to show the DHS how many feet of wall are you going to build and how fast the time? Yeah, so currently I think over the last two and a half years they've roughly put up about 40 miles, which isn't very many feet a day. And so maybe if you get 200 feet a day, that's a, maybe a good day for the builders. With our system, we're set up that uh, with one crew we can do 1,344 feet a day if we get one more uh, pour in that day, we're at up to 2,000 feet. So you put three crews together, all of a sudden you're at a mile. And rain or shine, we're you know we're installing. But today though, you're going to show within what a couple hours how many feet? And... Yeah. So within one hour, you're going to see with your own eyes 190 feet go up in the air and into the hole. We're going to concrete back in 56 feet because there's going to be future demonstrations that we want to do. But then most important, and this is what I really believe in, is two things. We want to use all-weathering steel. So if you use the all-weathering steel, you'll get a steel life of 75 years, the way we're going to build. We have a foundation that will last over 100 years. And then the absolute most important of what we're going to do today is right over here, if, if you follow, we're going to let Homeland Security, media, or anyone pick how far do they want the road off the current fence. They tell us 10 feet, we're going to build it 10 feet from the fence if it's 15. You're going to see before your eyes that we're going to come cut grade and the road will be paved within an hour and a half from us starting. So for people that aren't aware, they don't get down to the border, what kind of road do these border patrol agents have right now? Well, right now, what's the most unfortunate thing, most places they have a path to drive on. Other places they have some gravel and then there's very, very few places there's a little bit of asphalt. So without complete access to the border, it's very difficult for our agents to protect. And why is a road so important for our border patrol guys? Well, I think it gives them the upper hand because now they can come in a vehicle with any of their technology that they have in the vehicle. Um, someone could be a mile away, which knows the other agent is right behind them if there was an emergency for some reason. And I just think it just gives the presence that they're always there. 
If you were to have a message for the President of the United States right now, Donald Trump, what would you say to him? Well, I think when you see what we put put out here today is we have a team that can honestly do what we say we're going to do and we're going to protect the border once and for all. And it's time to stop talking about it and it's time for action. I believe we're cheaper, higher quality and safer and we'll ultimately give a product that lasts and works. It's final view. We're wrapping up here at the U.S.-Mexico border and what an incredible really past couple of days it's been. Yesterday we had a chance to watch a North Dakota company, Fisher Industries, go out and build literally almost 200 feet of big, beautiful wall in just a couple hours, plus a road for our Border Patrol people uh, to travel on. So I just want to say congratulations if I can, because hopefully Fisher Industries is actually going to get this bid. And thank you to Fisher Industries and Tommy Fisher for having myself and Scott Hennon come out here and be a part of history. It's the first time ever in our nation, at least from what I have understand, that a company has demoed to go in order to get a bid for a project. And then the second day today, as you can see here, this is the U.S.-Mexico border. I am standing in California, as I mentioned earlier in the show, but we made a several different stops along the border to look at the fence, the barriers, uh, whatever you want to call it and see what is up right now and obviously what kind of changes are going to be made. And it's been amazing to see the actual barriers that are in place and also what needs to change, what needs to be improved to ensure that we are protecting the safety and sovereignty of our nation. We're gonna have much, much more on this story, obviously, as we continue to watch President Donald Trump national emergency and to see what you and I can do, folks. This is now up to you and me, the people of America, to reach out to our Congress people, to reach out to our US senators and tell them, look, it's time to get this thing done. Quit talking and start taking action and get Fisher Industries this project because they can build the wall a mile a day, maybe even two miles a day once they get their systems in place. That's how effective and efficient Fisher Industries could be to build this big, beautiful wall.